Welcome to the 10 Minute Talent Show. My name is Justin Cross, and today we are talking about hiring in 2022 with sales manager and super dad Jason Ball and senior account manager and super mom, Mama Bear. She's got a necklace that says it. I Tessa do. Wolf, how are y'all? Hey, oh, doing great. Justin. Yeah, hey. I threw y'all in there because I'm coming from the South. and uh, We say you guys up here guys. in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah you betcha. <laughs> Are both of you from Minnesota, by the way? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, it's a long story. <laughs> kind of. Uh, born in Arizona, lived in Houston, but I'm a Minnesotan. That is. And now we're going to ask your signs? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Capricorn. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Peace sign? Peace sign. Peace sign? <laughs> uh, Scorpio. That's the sign, yeah. All right, you got me because I was like, Pisces? Is that what he means? Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> you held up the two fingers. Yeah. Scorpio. Um, we, are, we are talking about hiring in 2022, which is quite the topic these days. Because, Mm -hmm. as you all know more than I do, job market's pretty crazy, and it's hard to attract talent. And I'm just wondering, you know, off the bat, uh, you know, I just read this, actually, you guys have probably seen this, wages have climbed 5.7% in January uh, compared to January 2021. Does that mean I'm going to get a raise? Is Is that what that means, or... We'll Should see I? how this podcast goes. <laughs> and we could put in a recommendation. I hope so. What do you What do you recommend for employers uh, who are trying to attract talent? And you know, it's so competitive out there right now. Like, what are some of the things that you're seeing successful companies do compared to maybe not so successful companies? Well, you initially brought up rate, and that's a yeah. huge one right now. Um, companies offering competi- competitive rates packages, benefits, perks, things like that are going to attract employees a lot more than companies who are staying below market rate. And these candidates are able to ask for a lot of money because they know that they're in high need Mm -hmm. um, and in demand. So companies that we see are meeting um, the market rates or above are definitely going to have better luck attracting talent. Right, right. Interesting. And and Jason, like just from a on a more like personal sort of level, right? Like you know, you're talking to a hiring manager or or you know somebody at the executive level, and they're like, "We need this, this, and this." Like we've got this project going. What are what are kind of those conversations like a little bit? Like are they do they feel anxiety these days because of where the market's at and and this pressure to like get stuff done? But you know, we don't have the people, we don't have the resources. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I think that. Um, Hiring managers may want to consider shifting their mindset from this is what we need from people to this is what we have to offer right. people. Um, maybe going with that approach first to attract the talent and then, <clears throat> excuse me, through conversation, um, learn if their skill set you know, matches what, what they want. Right. Um, so it's a little bit more of a give and take right. um, approach out of the gate. And you mentioned that uh, I think it was five point seven percent increase in in rates. I could have made that number up. Something. I don't know. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it a number. Good. But I think in the IT space, yeah, it's very higher. likely higher than that. Really? So that's Definitely. something to also that's keep a good in point. Mind. It's it's very industry specific. Mm-hmm. So is it is it you know IT jobs have to be I would think the hottest. Is that right? Definitely. As far as like the movement going on, what other what other uh, industries do you see that that movement happening? Well, the digital space and <clears throat> the IT and digital space are sort of this this convergence and this merge, and that's been happening for years. But mm-hmm. it is something that companies like Horizontal Talent have been focused on 
10 plus years ago. And I think that attributes to some of the success that we've had is that we know that um, design is IT and IT is design and, and that's where things are going. So um, the merge of that um, is super important and having talent that are talent that's skilled in those areas, those mindsets or, or you know, hard skill sets um, may require a little more money to get them right. um, mm-hmm. attracted to a, a particular role or company because that's what everybody wants. Absolutely. And there's far more demand than there is available qualified talent for those jobs. And people in the market know that now. Right. That's that's a big difference. That they're, the, the candidate's awareness of their value um, has increased a lot over the last 24 months. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Tessa, you you kind of hit on this uh, in your first answer, but like when it comes to sort of the the, the things that clients or I should say businesses, hiring managers can offer employees like to attract them, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. Jason, you just talked about hard skills, but like from, you know, remote work has become a huge thing, right? And it's just keep going and going now. Like what kinds of things like that? uh, Can you just hit on that as far as like whether it's, you know, looking for people who have great soft skills, who can grow into a role, or, or being able to provide other types of perks mm-hmm. and benefits. Well, we can't talk about um, working, the workforce in this day and age, without talking about remote work. Yeah. So in the last 24 months, we've seen most uh, companies go remote or hybrid, and candidates are expecting this. They've become accustomed to it. It has made their personal lives easier, their work lives easier. They're not sitting in their car for two hours commuting and losing essentially two hours of work time. They've proven that they can be just as productive, if not more, uh, being remote. And companies that are open to remote workers are going to quadruple their candidate base, if not more. <laughs> they have access yeah. to, you know, a super niche technical skill set uh, of someone in Alabama when before they were only hiring people local to Eden Prairie, Minnesota. So right. that's been huge for both candidates and employers. Interesting. Yeah, I've definitely doubled down on that. I mean, we're, I'm physically located in the Minneapolis Twin Cities base. We used to recruit from the 494, 694 loop, you know, I don't know, mm-hmm. 25 square miles or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, and then this pandemic rolls in and changes the way we think and the way we staff and, and recruit and hire. And now our candidate pool is nationwide and sometimes beyond that. So mm-hmm. that's, that's really unique. Um, and to touch on the uh, um, kind of the work life balance idea. Yeah. Um, I think it's just balance. Like, our work is our life sometimes, and our life is our work. Yeah. And, but you know, there's, there's, um, I think the the a willingness or an openness, a change of mindset that there isn't a division anymore. It's not nine to five or mm-hmm. seven to three. Um, you, know, you can get work done at all hours of the day, um, and if you have an employer that um, is open to that, understanding of that, I think you can have a much happier. Um, Workforce that makes sense, and and yeah. I have to say when I so when I was ten years old, I used to have a shirt that said "Ball is life," <laughs> and uh, I was a big basketball player. And then uh, it turned out ball was not life because mm-hmm. I was uh, I grew up to be five seven, and uh, that <laughs> had its limitations as far as as far as that being my life. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. you I'm, sound taller. <laughs> you do sound taller, and uh, you pivoted. You found what you're good at. I, well, that's uh, that's open to debate, okay. but. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I think that at least, and people can't, you know, see this. Like, I can screw up. But the nice thing about podcasting is you can screw up and you just edit it out, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> um, going back to something you all both touched on, which is, uh, you know, the, the job market itself, where it is now, and this has come up in a couple other conversations I've had, which is, d- it, is it going to stay like this, you know? Or is it going to cool down? Like, I know it's hard to predict, like, the future. It's impossible. But, like... I mean, compared to other situations where the, the market's been hot for job seekers, is, is it? do you see it cooling down, I guess, this year? I would say I don't see it cooling down. And I would also say that, is it going to stay like this? I think what we've come to learn is that once you think you have it figured out, something changes. Something comes, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, unexpected. And, and maybe what the next three to six months will um, present is a return to work or an opportunity to have a hybrid model where I think we were headed that way in maybe the January, February timeframe, but, um, you know, the new variant of, of COVID rolled in and yeah. kind of put everything on pause. Um, and I do think that um, just being flexible in general, flexible with ideas, yeah. flexible with physical location of where you may be working or where your employees may be working, um, is really, really important and I think appreciated, um, probably expected yeah. at this point. Um, so yeah, I think just flexibility and just knowing or understanding that um, change is coming, you may not know exactly what it is. Right, right. I think that's a great point. And it also touches on something that I wanted to talk about in knowing who you are as a company, knowing your brand, your culture, your vision, mm-hmm. what you know the next few months look like, that's really enticing for job seekers. They want a company that knows who they are inside and out. They have a mission. They have values. Um, people like that. They, um, they, they look for that and they, they enjoy that like certainty that comes with a company that's well-established and knows who they are. Jason, Tessa, thank you all so much for, for talking hiring. We'll do this again. We'll, uh, we'll dive more into it, see where we're at in a few months. Awesome. Thanks, Justin. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. One of the, the polls I put out on social media before, and it gets a lot of response, which is like, uh, you know, and I get it. It's different based on who you are and where you're at in your life. But, you know, career pa- or career growth versus salary, you mm-hmm. know, which one which one is more appetizing? And I think that kind of hits on your point, Tessa, which is like, you know, the, the idea to be able to grow. I mean, even what we're doing right now, you know, this is something that I wanted to do the last couple of places I was at and, and was not for various reasons able to do that. Mm-hmm. And so for me, like that was a huge part of, of you know, the remote you know, work life, also like opportunity to mm-hmm. just try stuff and be creative and, you know, kind of excel at what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, you ask if this is what the workplace looks like now. I mean, I think the workplace has forever changed yeah. um, from 2020 on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and so kind of the last sort of thing I wanted to hit on, which is uh, we, we don't like to do any hard selling on this podcast, but <laughs> we are a staffing company, right? And a lot of folks... Uh, may have worked it with a staffing company before, whether they're companies or hiring managers or, or job seekers. But you know, how can for those who are new to it or have had different experiences, like tell you know, tell folks like what we can provide from a you know, not just us, but staffing companies in general can provide that like you may not be able to do on your own if you're looking to hire or looking to find a job. I think staffing companies can can provide a lot of insight, a lot of help. Um, another. Um, set of eyes and ears out there. So as people are networking on their own, applying for jobs on their own, 
utilizing staffing firms, not just one, maybe two, maybe three or more, um, just to, to uh, you know, help you open up as many doors as possible, I think is, is, uh, is a real advantage to working with staffing companies if you're a candidate. Um, and same thing goes for on, on the clients who are looking to hire. Yes, you have your traditional HR and recruiting practices, um, but at the same time, the majority of staffing firms um, are contingent. You know, it, it doesn't cost anything initially to have um, an account manager and a team of recruiters source candidates for you right now they'll probably find you someone um that you want to hire and then you know then then there is you know fees associated with direct placement or um you know bill rates um that cover um the cost of a pay rate for a candidate for an interim type of project but um you know i think those are but if they find the right candidate, right? Like the cost of a sure. bad hire versus... That's exactly it. The yeah. the time saving, the cost saving in the long run of working with a staffing firm is going to outweigh doing it on your own. You don't have the time <laughs> to hire. So let us do <laughs> that work for you. Um, we have a huge database of candidates that we've been building up for years and years and years. We have access to all of the top talent boards, um, including diverse talent boards, which is something I wanted to make sure that we touched on here. Yeah. Companies have to be um, working on their DE&I initiatives. That's become very attractive to candidates these days. And so for companies to have a DE&I plan, to have you know a director of diversity, diversity and inclusion. Candidates look for that those days. And I think it really shows, you know, where the company's priorities are. So that's something that I think a lot of companies should invest time and money um, and efforts into as well. Yeah. Kind of goes back to what you're saying about company values. Mm -hmm. And and, um, so I I have one last question and I told you this, we were going to cover this beforehand, but uh, uh, favorite color, Mm -hmm. Uh, Jason. Gosh, that's tough. Favorite kid? Can we go is it, it movie? <laughs> sure. Jason has four kids. Let's have him. So which one's your favorite kid? Oh, your fa- gosh, right today, your changed. favorite kid today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they won't listen to this. It's okay. I yeah. I, I asked Heidi who her favorite employee that, that my favorite to her, kid today she said me. My oldest son Colin, who's sixteen, stepped out of his comfort zone and went out and uh, got himself a job yesterday. Oh, nice. A job. This is you know time yeah. just back to staffing mm-hmm. at Hy-Vee. Oh, nice. <laughs> so he starts on Saturday. We'll see how that goes. First job. Yeah, that that's... Created his first resume, all the things that I got to do that with my own kid. It was kind of a rewarding experience for yes. myself. You'll so. never forget that. Let yeah. me tell you. I, my first job, McDonald's. I was nice. the fry oh, guy. Yeah. You were. Yeah. 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 I, I, uh, I got, uh, I didn't do well there. Yeah. I, was, I think <laughs> Start, there's a reason why I'm a vegan, probably. Yeah. Started with the best french fries in the business. Right? They, I, that's arguable. I, yeah. I poured too oh, much really? salt on my. That's probably where it was. It was like, dude, dude these. These taste like Burger King fries. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah, we learned. Uh, well, Tessa, favorite favorite kid? Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was, I I was trying to think this an innocuous question. And then, uh, no, no. Well, we'll go with green because you're wearing green yeah, today. Yeah, I love green. <laughs> Jason, Tessa, thank you all so much for, for talking hiring. We'll do this again. We'll, yeah. uh, we'll dive more into it, see where we're at in a few months. Awesome. Thanks, Justin. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.